Hello, thank you for joining us. This is Reverend Bethany Nelson, Associate Pastor at Westminster Presbyterian Church, and we're starting this brand new podcast. I'm calling it The Spirituality of Parenting. I'm here with my wife, Cami Summerall. Hello. She had no input into that title and probably think it's, thinks it's the most boring title there ever was. No. <laughs> Say it again. The uh, Spirituality I, of Parenting. The spirit, no, I love it. Of course she does. You're so nice. Um, anyway, I, I'm, I'm thinking about it in my own mind as a sort of two sides of a coin. The spirituality of parenting, thinking of how we might bring our own spirituality and faith to parenting, mm-hmm. but also how we might see parenting as a spiritual practice. So sort of a give and a take. Um, that's why it's called that. I like it. Okay, good. So... For our first few podcast episodes, we're going to be working our way through a book called Bless This Mess. Uh, It's by a pastor, the Reverend Molly Basquette, and a PhD, Dr. Ellen O'Donnell. She happens to be a child psychologist. Uh, So it's a really interesting mesh of uh, faith and science, of religion and education, Um, So you don't necessarily have to read the book to follow along this podcast with us. However, I do highly recommend it um, that you might even read along with us. We're going to look at a chapter a week. So today um, I've picked out some parts I like. Cammie, maybe I'll let you pick out some parts you like later. Okay. But we're both going to discuss them. so I'm starting even before chapter one in, in the section they call Before We Begin. And something that's a theme that's going to run throughout this book, um, they state right here at the beginning, we are firm believers in good enough parenting, meaning parenting is a process and perfection is an impossible goal. I'm surprised you're not laughing right away. <laughs> As Cammy thinks about me and my perhaps slightly perfectionist tendencies, I don't know if anyone's familiar with the Enneagram, but I'm a one on the Enneagram. Oh, you are definitely a one. Which is the perfectionist. And so that's something that I struggle with throughout my life, realizing that things don't have to be perfect. Um, And so this sentence hit me right in the heart. Parenting is a process and perfection and impossible goal. How do you think I'm doing at that? Honestly? No, I think you're doing a great job. I I think you expect more perfectionism from yourself than you do from other people, so Mm. it doesn't translate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or feel like you're putting that on our son and or on me um, to be a perfect parent because Lord knows I'm not. <laughs> You're, you are, uh, way more than good enough. I'm way, aw, <laughs> we should mention people who are listening to this probably are Westminster members and know us, but in case some person has found us on the podcast waves, we have a 13 year old son. Um, and I would guess we are going to refer to him a lot. Yes. His name is Ben. Um, because all of our parenting experience revolves around him. So the one and only, there you go. And, and I would agree with you. Um, I really try hard not to expect perfection out of anyone, even out of myself, because 
that is impossible. Um, but I will say that um, I probably tend to get frustrated if I'm not being the parent that I think I should be or want to be. Yes, I know this. <laughs> Have you seen that happen before? Yes. Um, and so, you know, really, you know, being able to cut myself slack. And, and reading this is a good reminder. It's a process. It is Perfection is impossible. So things are not always going to go as we want them to go. You know, I am not always going to say or do the things that I want to as a parent, and that's okay. Yes, I find I apologize to Ben quite a bit for the things that I say <laughs> and do, and thankfully he accepts them. And, I, you know, you are... Um, you're getting you're being hard on yourself about your perfectionism. You are not um you're not as perfectionist as you think you are. Oh, well that's good to hear. Yes. Okay, from someone who spends the most time with yes. me. That's thank you. You appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, I was, I was just really happy to see that statement really up front and center in their book. Yeah. Even, you know, starting this book, that sort of helped me ah, take a deep breath and say, yes, that is true. It reminds me of our friend Carol. Yes. From the Reverend Carol Crawford mm -hmm. in Louisiana, who told me once, mm -hmm. I don't know if she told you this too, but... Don't be a parent until you're ready to be wrong a lot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and it helped me because, you know, she's uh, awesome and amazing. And yes. if she said you're going to be and has awesome and amazing children, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, if that's a, a standard, then I can live up to that one. Mm, so true. Yes. So true. Actually, she is... Uh, aside from parenting, she's one of my very important ministry mentors. Absolutely. So if she said it, I'm all for it. All for it. Um, also, something that has nothing to do with parenting yes. that I really appreciate about this book, they um, pretty much use she when they talk about God, oh. the female pronoun. Um, and new data suggest, they say, I hadn't heard of this before. New data suggests that girls who have direct experience with female clergy grow up with higher self-esteem and attain better employment. Did oh. you know that? I didn't know that. Well, no, I didn't either, and I like it. Huh. So, I actually, I, that's really just kind of cool that the fact that I'm a female clergy may, you know, do something for a girl's self-esteem. Yeah. That's I mean, very cool. So they say, if female clergy can do that for girls, what can a female God image do for them? Oh. So throughout this book, you'll see them refer to God as she, which I thought was kind of cool. I like it. All right, should we get into chapter one? Let's do it. Let's do it. So right at the beginning of chapter one, sort of how I came up with the title for this podcast, Parenting is a Spiritual Practice. They say parenting at its best can be a deeply spiritual experience. So I'm curious, have you found that to be true? Well, um, you know, I guess, I mean, I haven't thought about it in that way until mm -hmm. you, you brought up the us doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I pray constantly that our son is safe and happy and um, feels surrounded by love mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I guess in that way, 
it makes me feel more connected to God. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm always praying and hoping for him. Mm-hmm. So parenting moves you to prayer, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I think, I guess sometimes, you know, I pray for patience. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes? <laughs> Just sometimes? <laughs> yes. Yes. But it was it was interesting for me to hear them talk about parenting as a specific spiritual practice. Yeah. Like, if I were to list the spiritual practices in my life, yeah. you know, reading scripture, praying regularly. For me, a big spiritual practice is when I go walking or jogging outside, especially in the quiet morning hours. I don't know if as I'm listing those spiritual practices, if I would list parenting right alongside it. Yeah. Um, but I think as with you, if I think about it more... Yes, I think, you know, watching Ben grow up into the young adult he's becoming, I certainly see God in so many moments, yeah. you know, in him and in parenting with you. So I don't know if I, you know, right off the bat would say, oh yeah, sure, parenting, spiritual practice, just like prayer or scripture reading. But you know, if I think about it, I think it is. Yeah. You know, I think the act of parenting does draw me closer to God. At least, at least in the good days. Yes, well, <laughs> that's true. And I, you know, it it. Um, I think about how much I love Ben, and mm-hmm. then I, I it, it it helps me to translate that into if I have that much love for my son, how much love does God have for me? How much love does God have for all of his, mm. all of God's children? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that is um, a, a wonderful um, image for me that God, she loves us. Look at you with your female pronouns. Oh, so PC. <laughs> and I'm, I learn. I'm learning, Cammie. <laughs> um, and, I, you know, I think... It, it reminded me too when you, we started talking about this when when mm-hmm. Ben was yet born, mm-hmm. we were working on his nursery. Yes, and I said I may have said this to you, mm-hmm. but in my heart I said this. Uh huh. If I didn't say it out loud, decorating his nursery, I was thinking, gosh, this must be what God felt like when he when God was doing our the creation for us. Mm. She looked at all of the different colors and things like a the birds would be like the mobile and the huh. the flowers and you know creating a beautiful world that we were creating also for huh. our little baby. I don't know if you said that out loud. Well, I sh- now I did. <laughs> So, that. that certainly sounds it was like it was a spiritual experience, spiritual moment for you. Yeah. The preparation for yeah. being a parent. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Very interesting. Um, and then I think somewhat related, you know, they say the reality is this, because we've talked about, you know, how spiritual the good moments can be. Yes. They say the reality is this. God is there for us in our parenting struggles. And I've thought of, I've thought about this a lot, especially during these. How long has shelter in place been? Five and a half months. <sighs> yeah. Um, I think it's been a struggle for a lot of parents, especially. I mean, it's been a struggle for everyone. Um, but this is a really, really hard time to be a parent. Um, I'm just thankful that that Ben is 
in middle school and not little because yes. that's an even harder struggle as hard as this is yes so i pray often for those parents yes and we only have one <laughs> <laughs> imagine if there were more of them in our house <laughs> ah! yes. um, but i've been really really hoping that parents have remembered this god is there for us in our parenting struggles mm-hmm. i think especially and we've talked about in the shelter in place time how alone we can feel yes because you know we aren't around physically around other people yeah um and, and can, i'm an extrovert ah uh, yes big time <laughs> and it can be very isolating and i think you know especially if we're struggling with our children especially this time more than any, we can feel so alone. Yeah. Um, like, absolutely, there's help out there, but, you know, without people around us that we can see and interact with face-to-face, um, I just hope that, you know, you who are listening are remembering God is there for us in our parenting struggles. Mm-hmm. Now, you've, you've talked already about how much parenting has moved you to prayer. Um, and I think especially during these last five and a half months that that has been so important to remember that it has been so hard. And yet as alone as we may feel, we are not alone. So if you're listening to this, I wonder if anyone will listen to this. Of course. (laughs) I think that's just so important to remember. We are not alone. Um, the spirituality of parenting, you know, bring our faith, bring our prayer, bring our angst to God. We are not alone. I just had to point that out. I highlighted that in my book. Yeah, no, you see I, that there? Yeah. Yeah, it's it is good to remember because I do think that a lot of parents are feeling very alone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially single parents, you know, oh. I think about single parents or mm-hmm. parents who um don't always have a very supportive spouse mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how how frustrating that could feel. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So thank you for being supportive spouse. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, also, I, and I don't know if this is necessarily true specifically to shelter in place time or more in general, um, but the anxiety of being a parent. Oh, um, yeah. I don't think it's specific to shelter yeah. in place. Okay, back to my perfectionist roots. You know, am I doing everything right? You know, is everything I'm doing going to make sure that at age blank he's going to, you know, launch into the world and be wonderful? Um, but... Here's what they say about that. Yes. God willing, this book will help you ease your anxious grip on your kids. Mmm, yes. Yeah. Now, not to toot our own horns. We don't want to do that. What? But but I do think actually that's something that we have done fairly well as parents. Uh, In this podcast, we will certainly talk about the plenty of the mistakes we've made, but... but I would like to think that we as parents are not holding an anxious grip on Ben. I'd would like you agree to, with that? Well, I think you you do a better job at it than I do. I mean, yeah. I do have the nickname in the house of Mama Bear. Mama Bear, yes, that is your nickname. Um, and so I think just in, not, not just in shelter in place, but just in general, I just want to make sure I know that he's safe and that where he's going is mm-hmm. safe and who mm-hmm. he's with is safe. He's mm-hmm. safe and... That it, you know, want to give him freedoms, but still need to know that he's safe. <laughs> yeah. I, I have been known to track him on the iPhone. <laughs> Which is good. We want our kids to be safe. But would you say, do you hold a lot of anxiety, say, for his future? Oh, no. Okay. No. Yeah. Or, and, you know, are, is your parenting screwing up his future? Oh, probably. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't my question. <laughs> 
no question. <laughs> are you are you anxious about your parenting screwing up his future? No, we, I'm no. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that's 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 where I'm tooting our horns. I oh, think okay. in that way. Absolutely we want him to be safe and, you know, well cared for. Mm-hmm. Um but I would like to think that, you know, we are okay with him becoming who he is going to become and realizing that a lot of things we do as parents are going to be great and helpful mm-hmm. and a lot of things we do as parents are not going to be great or helpful, um, but still he will become the hopefully amazing human he is going to become. Yeah, I find that you're more yeah. helpful in that than me. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> And we hopefully, so this book, they say, will hopefully help us ease our anxious grip on our kids, knowing that they belong to someone else who has their highest good in mind, the God who made them and us and you, imperfect and still beloved, just as we are. Um, And I do think, actually, that helps me to ease my anxious grip. Yeah. Um, knowing that sort of, you know, what we just talked about, God is there for us in our parenting struggles, knowing that God is walking alongside Ben too. Right. Well, and I think that um, I don't have a a vision of Ben being like a doctor or a lawyer. I Mm. I mean, those are not things that I I want him to just be happy Mm -hmm. in his life. And so wherever that takes him is where I want him to be. So my, I guess my anxiety would be that, um that he that we don't do all the things that make him happy no we can't make him happy all the time he, we need to tell him no <laughs> oh, yes <laughs> yeah 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 i've read somewhere at some point you know that it's really important for parents to remember that before your child was ever yours, your child was God's. Oh, I like that. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah. And will continue to be God's. And that that does, you know, when those times when I am feeling anxious, that really helps me to right. remember that you know, God is holding Ben in God's hands, and therefore all shall be well. Yeah. She has taken good care exactly. of our son. Exactly, exactly. He's a happy dude. I think so. Mm-hmm. But as you just said, happiness isn't necessarily the only factor involved. No. Yeah. So one more thing. Okay. I have no idea how long we've been going on, but I'm sure we're about to wrap it up. One more thing. Okay, one more. And we actually talked about this a little bit the other day. Okay. Um, So sort of like on an airplane, you know, when they say, if you're traveling with a young child, put your own oxygen mask on first. Before you help the child, right? You know, Mm -hmm. care for the caregiver. Mm -hmm. So what they wrote in this book reminded me of that. So here they are talking to the parents. Okay. Okay. They say, if we learn our sacred stories and do our spiritual practices often, maybe we will turn to God more easily and naturally when we need her most. And we will better be able to receive her strength when we find ourselves in a difficult parenting moment. I thought that was very interesting. The idea that, you know, we as parents nurturing our own spirituality and our own faith Mm -hmm. in order to then make us better parents. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, the question I asked you the other night is, you know, so what are your spiritual practices that help you strengthen your own spiritual life? What did I say? (laughs) I wish y'all could see her face right now. It's kind of a look of panic. 
<laughs> you don't remember what you said? Oh, I thought it was very interesting. I say a lot all the time. <laughs> okay, well, let me remind you because I found it very interesting. Okay, yes. You thought about it for a, a little while and you said, you said you felt that you actually had more boisterous, that's the wrong word, uh, but more spiritual practices before Ben was born. I did say that, and that was correct. I didn't know that was very insightful. But yeah. <laughs> it is, though, because I bet that line, oh, yeah, I had really robust spiritual practices before I had kids to worry about. I bet that is a line that many parents would say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think about pre-Ben. You know, we had a very, very regular yoga practice Yeah. Um, that I found, you know, just as spiritual as I did, you know, sort of physically nourishing. Right. We went hiking. We were outside in creation regularly. Yes, Ben does not like to hike, so there it went. Something we don't do as much anymore. And I think that is an issue with parenting is, you know, all this wonderful time you had to nurture your own spiritual life before you had kids, all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, so then it does make it more important to find the spiritual practice in the parenting Mm -hmm. in order to stay Mm -hmm. connected to Mm -hmm. the, that just dawned on me. Look at that. You you were just witness, oh, audience of ours, <laughs> of an insight in the moment. Insight in the moment. Oh, I love those. <laughs> yes, yes. And it also makes me aware that, you know, even though parenting is a full-time plus job, mm-hmm. certainly, um, I hope that we are still able to take moments for ourselves. Right. Well, that's why I find it so important to always attend a church service mm. at least on Sundays. So mm-hmm. I can at least have that hour mm-hmm. to re to get, uh, first of all, to, I feel like God has blessed me with so many things that I can at least give that one hour mm-hmm. yeah. to God. Yeah. And then it also, you know, if I, if I'm no longer finding God on the hikes or yoga practices or, you know, at night, we used we would read Bible verses and then go to sleep. Well, I we don't do that anymore. Pop because, quiz: When's the last time we've done that? Uh, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, then I'm, we're tired. We go to sleep. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. So, and you spend most of your day reading Bible verses. So, um, I, you know that has gone. So, being able to take that one hour a week, right, for me is essential. Yes, although I find it a little sad if you only get one hour a week for you and your hey, own faith. More than a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. but I, I find that oh, I need more than an hour a week. Um, and I, sometimes you look at me kind of with your eyes crossed when I will like set my alarm extra early to be able to get up and say, go for a run or a walk outside. <laughs> You're like, why would you give up precious sleep time to do that? Well, not everybody's as sleepy as me. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's some days maybe from 6.15 to 7 is the only chance I have. And it's important enough for me to do that, to nurture my own you know, spiritual life, my own relationship with God, that, that I'm going to do that. <laughs> not every day. Um, but, you know, finding those moments... For ourselves, for our own spiritual lives, is is important, and I realize easier said than done. And again, we have one child who is thirteen and can mostly take care of himself. So you know, those of you with a different situation could be laughing at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just to keep in mind as we you know continue through this book that 
um, you know, that's something that was important enough to them to write in the very first chapter. You know, hey, parents, how are you nurturing your own spiritual lives? So just something to keep in mind. And I, I think it's such an important thing because we do, as parents, think about nurturing our child's spiritual life that we can sometimes forget about ourselves. Right. Our own right. spiritual life. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm glad that the book is pointing that out yep. so that it, you know, makes us think about it more prominently. Yep, absolutely. So there's chapter one. Well, that's in a very interesting chapter. It, absolutely. So again, you certainly don't have to read the book. I'm going to give it another plug. Bless this mess. I like the cover, too. <laughs> Isn't it nice? It's scribbles. <laughs> colorful scribbles yeah. all over the cover. Uh, by Reverend Molly Basquette and Ellen O'Donnell, PhD. Um, and again, we will guide you through the book, um, but I do highly recommend it if, if you're looking for some reading material. Um, grab it. I got it from our local bookstore, Copperfields. Love Copperfields. But you can get it you know, from anywhere that sells books. So we will be back next week with chapter two. Um, in the meantime, we will certainly be holding you all in our prayers as you move through this parenting journey. We are certainly in it together. And uh, peace be with you. Peace be with you. <laughs>